Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you all for tuning in to Step Into Your Sunshine. This is your host, Rachel Kudron, the owner of Etsy Boutique, Kudron's Curiosities, and the copywriter of RC Copywriting. Today, I want to talk to you about something very, very vulnerable. In the past episodes, I've talked a lot about my upbringing, a lot about my childhood, but today I want to talk to you about something that has been bothering me right now, something that's been on my mind, something that I've been dealing with, and I think other adults around the world also experience this, but there's not that much talk about it. What is this you might be asking? is sensory overload. Now, a couple weeks back, I gave a talk on vulnerability, that vulnerability is a strength and not a weakness. And today I'm going to live as an example of sharing a vulnerable story. So back to sensory overload. What is that? What does that mean to you? For me, throughout my entire upbringing until recent times into my adult life, I always associated sensory overload with children. And what would that mean? Would that be when they got overwhelmed? They were unable to sit still. They're covering their face or ears. I can't handle it. They can't handle any more noises. They're crying, they're, they have outbursts, they're frustrated, or they're just totally silent. They're not communicating, they're not listening, they're trying to leave, they're trying to avoid, they have meltdowns, shutdowns. That was my understanding of sensory overload. It was kind of from an outsider's point of view, just looking in And I didn't really understand it personally. What was going on for that child when they were unable to sit still or covering their ears or face or crying or having outbursts or meltdowns? What was happening on the inside? And it's only in my more recent years that I feel that I now have the perspective of knowing what it was like or what it is like from the inside. It was about three years ago when I had my first, what I would call sensory meltdown. And I can't remember exactly what triggered this response, but I do remember what triggered my most recent response, which was about two weeks ago now. And it was supercharged by my daughter's meltdown. Now, to give you just a little bit of background so you kind of understand what was building up in my background before this occurred, as as a business owner of multiple businesses, as I am pulled in every direction imaginable. I have many hats and lots of pressure and lots of stress and lots lots of expectation to perform. 
as a mother and my daughter is home for the summer and I am here at home with her when I'm working and interacting, being a mom, being a business owner and trying to find that very difficult balance between the two. I'm also a wife, brother, a sister, friend, daughter-in-law, all of those tags. Like so many of us have so many different hats that we wear in our lives. And what I find most difficult is a very precarious balance between being a mother that's meeting my expectations of what a mother should be and being the business owner and meeting, again, my expectations of how successful how successful I should be. And so about 10 days ago when this occurred, I was right in the middle of a very, very stressful, overwhelmed time in my businesses. I was being pulled in multiple directions and I was needing to perform yet didn't have the capacities to do so. And I could feel that tension, that pressure that kind of starts in your lower belly and you just kind of feel it feel it building up, you know, your mid-stomach, then your chest, then your shoulders, and your shoulders start to creep up to your ears, and then your neck hurts, and your head just feels full of pressure, and I was at that place where I could feel the tension in my shoulders. It was coming, and that night, we had to go to multiple different stores, me, my daughter, my husband, and we were looking for something to prepare for one of my markets for my earring business. And we were pushing hard and we went to more stores than we were expecting. And also my daughter was hungry. She was also tired. Totally normal four-year-old behavior. Yet she doesn't have very many meltdowns. I'm very, very lucky that that is the story for my daughter. But this night was not the same as most nights. She proceeded to have a major meltdown, screaming, crying. And for me, I was already living inside with the pressure up to my shoulders and the tension. I didn't have a lot of bandwidth to handle what was happening around me. I was already at the beginning stages of sensory overload. I just didn't know it. And my my daughter had her meltdown and I became completely triggered. I, I went from feeling that pressure into my shoulders to feeling this overwhelm at the top of my skull. It, it, my, it felt like my head was just pounding and pounding. Well, we had made the decision to go out to eat because we had other options for eating, but they fell through because places were closed or options weren't available to us as we are vegan. And we chose to go out to eat. And for me, it was the most difficult time I have ever eaten out. Because when you have sensory overload, it's not just the initial trigger. It becomes everything around you. It was the fabric 
of the chair that we were sitting on. It was soft. And then it was the texture of the glasses and of the silverware. And then it's all the noise from people around me that were speaking. And then it's my daughter's voice, because for me, it was still triggering, even though she wasn't crying anymore. It was still taking me higher and higher and higher. And then it became like the texture of my clothes, that they, they were touching me. And I just got to this point where all I wanted to do was to leave the restaurant because it felt so overwhelming just to be there. And even in the car, I felt I fell asleep. It's only a 15 minute drive from the restaurant to my house. And I fell asleep because I was so exhausted from what had happened over the last hour. When we got home, normally I would do my evening routine, maybe read a little bit, but I just couldn't even handle the lights being on in my house. I dropped my bags, took off my shoes and walked upstairs and crawled into bed because I couldn't handle anything else. I couldn't handle lights. I couldn't handle voices. I couldn't handle textures. I couldn't handle anybody needing me. And that is an inside view of what sensory overload feels like as an adult. The next morning, I woke up and I could feel the heaviness that was still there. It's not the same, but after you've been out for a night drinking and you have a hangover and you kind of feel that sort of brain fog, unsureness, heaviness afterwards, that is how I felt. I could just feel it still on my shoulders that I still wasn't 100% even the day after. And the morning I still needed to do self-care and have time by myself in silence because I wasn't ready yet. Also, as an adult, the next day, my mind began to sabotage me. Was I just anxious? Was I stressed? Was I overstimulated? Was I overwhelmed? And I was just using all of those things as an excuse to say that I experienced sensory overload and had a meltdown. I think so many of us feel the same way. When they go into sensory overload, they try to rationalize why this has occurred. Oh, I've been anxious for weeks. Oh, I have this big deadline that needs to be done. I have all these projects or they're stressed. Oh, it was my work, my workload. It was, it was the stressful part. Obviously I need to cut down on that because I can't handle what's on my plate or overwhelm when you 
have too many things going on. You have too many plates spinning. And that doesn't just have to be in business. It can be in your life with your children, with your spouse, with your colleagues, with all the expectations that you put on yourself. I wanted to rationalize my behavior. Because honestly, the next day, I was embarrassed by it. What kind of adult can't handle lights being on or voices in a restaurant or the texture of the fabric of the chairs? Is this you? Because it's me. When I got home and was able to recover and finally felt like me again, then I began to research this. What did I experience? What have I been experiencing for multiple years? Because for me, I didn't experience this as a child or I have no recollection of experiencing this as a child. Did I bring this on myself? Is there something I can do about it? What are tips and tricks that I can do to help me? Because now that I'm in this space, what can I do? And how can I use my voice to help others? So throughout my research, I found some different tips and tricks to help with sensory overload. One of the first one is noise canceling headphones. I must say that after looking at these self-care tips and observing the actions of my daughter, she hasn't completely shown a state of sensory overload. But when noises get too loud, she wants her headphones. She wants, we have noise canceling headphones for her. And many parents, they're used as for firecrackers or really, really loud events. But for my daughter, it could just be that the TV is too loud or that a baby is screaming and mommy can't do anything about it. Those noises send her to an overloaded state. So if noises around you overwhelm you, then get yourself some noise-canceling headphones. The next tip that you can use for sensory overload is streaming into your headphones. Nature sounds like rain or storms or sunny meadows, nature sounds, waves, because those can be very calming to people. And they are expected. You know what a wave sounds like. You know what rain sounds like. For those that are sensory overloaded by light, you could sleep with a mask. You can ensure that you have complete darkness. Also, some other tips and tricks that could work for you are wearing scents that you enjoy, using a weighted or heated blanket, 
changing the temperature to warmer or to colder, dim your lighting. For me, that's a big one for me. I get overwhelmed by sound and by light. And so on all of my devices, I always turn down the brightness on every single one of my devices completely. And when I'm using other people's phones, like my husband, then I immediately become sensory overloaded because it's just so bright and the light is so forceful. Other things that you can do is watch on YouTube nature scenes or ASMR noise videos. And lastly, something that has really helped me is guided meditations or binaural beats, just refocusing and recentering. Because that's really essential when you peak and you go into your sensory overload meltdown. Then you have to work at getting back to your center. And how do you do that? What are strategies and coping mechanisms that work for you? I know for me, going into a quiet, dark, place and listening to a guided meditation or nature sounds or binaural beats is really helpful for me. And I hope that sharing my experience with all of you, some of you may say that's me too. And they will find hope and support within this episode. I thank you all for tuning in to Step Into Your Sunshine, a place where we can safely share all of our stories, the good and the bad, and we can take on our experiences and then share them with all of you so that we can become beacons of light for others, so that we can be the supportive community that others need to hear so that they know that they're not alone. I have new episodes every Monday and Thursday at 8 p.m. UTC time, 7 p.m. UK time, and 1 p.m. U.S. Central Standard Time. Thank you so much for tuning in and sharing my time, your time with me.